I, I think I just turned the music off and like and pressed the mute button on my laptop at the same time. It was really, I got really confused. I was like, wait, hang on, does the sound button mute and unmute on the sound voice meter? I'm really confused. I got so confused. Hello, welcome to Saturday Night Sega with a brand new season four intro. Hooray! It's an actual final season four intro. It's not called version one anymore. I decided to call it Welcome to Season Four. Get ready. I made a Space Hero reference. Well, you wouldn't have known because I, I wrote it. It was a type type. It's not a Space Harrier reference in the song. Mina's here. Hi. Um, she's watching Lucifer. She's on the le Netflix Lucifer now. Um, so it's like proper 4K. Well, say 4K. It's, it's really weirdly filmed. Oh, there's a character wearing a, a taco t-shirt with a sad taco. And all I can think of now is Turtle Eclipse of the Heart. Now that I've seen that, they needed to have it needed to have like a taco reference. If you could, I don't know, turn around. I don't know if you can do that with tacos. That is your goal. Can you make a Turtle Eclipse of the Heart meme or reference to tacos? You will try. So all of a sudden, Mina's going to come up and go, I've got it, but it'll be in the middle of a music break, and the moment will be lost. Um, yeah, hello, good evening. It's currently 10 to 11, um, on, on a Friday evening. Uh, I've only been recording for about, well, not even 15 minutes yet, so this is going to be a late one. <laughs> we're we're pre-recording an episode because it's Mina's birthday weekend. Yay! And Mina is the grand ripe old age of... 12. Actual age? Plus 20. Equals? 30. 32. <laughs> she was born in the lovely age of 1987. And I tied that into the beginning of this show. I did. Now, I'm kind of hoping, I really hope, you know, I bet I've got this wrong. I, I completely guessed at this, but please, please be right. Please be right. Please be right. Mm. Oh, no. Quite. So we started off with um, Sprinter uh, by the SST band. Now the SST band's problem version is probably older, but the game that Sprinter's from, Super Hang On, came out in what year? 1987. And knowing that Mina's going to be 32 this year, this year, when was Mina born? 87. 87. Wow, you can see the cogs turning. I then thought I'd play Crush 40's version of Firewoman, which was originally by a British band called The Cult, and I do have the British band's version as well. And guess what year I thought it came out in? 87. And guess what year it didn't come out in? <laughs> it came out in 1989. So I was very close. Oh. Very close. <laughs> But I was like, oh yeah, they, they covered a song by The Cult and it was an 80s song. And, and yeah, I didn't check. I just thought, this is definitely 80s. It's 80s. It'll do. Obviously, the Crush 40 version did not come out in 1987 either. That came out in like 2010. Um, but yeah, before that, we had a brand new Saturday Night Sega intro because a couple of weeks ago, I bought myself a new iPad. Well, I say bought. I put it on a contract. And this is for when I'm meant to be doing my dispensing opticians university courses and stuff. But I also realised it had GarageBand on it. And I've been making music on it. And yesterday I made, or I say yesterday, Thursday, I made a dubstep track on it. Which you can hear if you go to livingsedative.bandcamp.com. 
I, I would play it on this show, but I'd need to download it. And I can't send it to myself in an email, which is the only other way that I could do it, because it's a 50 meg music, uh, WAV file, and that's very big. So I can't do that. Um, so you'd have to go on Bandcamp and listen to it, if you like dubstep. Mina doesn't like dubstep, but did quite like it. She said it sounded a lot like Tron. But Mina's not the biggest dubstep fan in the world. In fact, I put dubstep on, she generally leaves the house. She, she actually she actually just disappears. She's like, she's like, text me when it's finished. And I'm like, it's dubstep. It will never finish. Nice. Same. It's all the wobs. And I was like, all right, how many wobs can you have? I had five minutes of wobs. I managed to, well, just shy of. Four minutes, 48. And I made that at like one o'clock in the morning, which could potentially explain the reason why I overslept. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired. I've been at work for the last eight days and, and I'm so, so tired. And I need to stop saying I'm tired. Um, so it's Mina's birthday weekend. Have I mentioned that yet? I believe I have. Um, so the reason why there isn't a show tonight is we're out on the lash. Mina will currently be about 16 gins in. She scoffs, but we're in an all-day... We've gone to an all-day... Do you know, when I pre-record shows, do I talk in past, present, or future tense? Do I talk as if we've done it? Because you remember when we did the wedding show? Because because this was this was really weird. It was just like, they, there must always be a Saturday Night Sega. And it was like, oh, but what about the Saturday where we get married? It was like, fuck it, we'll record it. And we recorded it, and I, I, I managed to find Wedding wedding March Dubstep. Do you recall? You're falling asleep. Don't fall asleep I'm on me. Asleep. I can see your head nodding. You're going, no. Wedding, wedding March Dubstep. Wedding March Dubstep. <laughs> um, anyway, and I was just like, hi, this is a pre-recorded show, because... We're married! And I and we used actual past tense then, as in like we'd already gotten married. And that was like a really bizarre show to record, because, well, we weren't married yet. In fact, when did we even record it? It was like the Wednesday before. We did it like ages before, because the Friday we were going for a meal, and and you weren't in the house. Because you, you went to stay in the hotel, you left me on my own. Well, no, with, with Pete. It's just me and Pete in in the flat on our billios. You went to the hotel. Yeah. I never actually. Oh no, I was going to say I, I came into your hotel room. I was going to say I never actually saw pictures of your hotel room, but of course I did because I stayed in it. No, no, I didn't. That was a different one. I don't think I ever saw pictures of your actual hotel room. No, you have because that's where uh, that's the wedding pictures. Yeah, but you never actually yeah. saw show me like not wedding pictures. I did. Not wedding pictures. Well, that's rubbish. Well, I tried to take a few, but my phone died. This is a funny story. So, Gav, in all of his infinite wisdom, did uh, did not decide that his phone needed to be fully charged the day of his wedding. Um, decided to take a camera and then leave it somewhere, um, and basically forgot to take photos of the wedding. So, like, I, I wanted to document the wedding day through my own eyes. And I, I, if, if anyone's ever planning on getting married, now granted, I know I'm talking to a group of people who are sat on a Saturday evening listening to video game music. So, likelihood is low. Yeah. 
you are a person who sits down on Saturday night and records. Yes. Broadcasts. But I am already married. Yes. <laughs> you met me before I did this. <laughs> you can get married. There's hope. Everyone can get married. But that, that, that's got nothing to do with this scenario. That's just more of a, if I can get married. <laughs> yeah, Mina has shut up now because she knows that my point is a valid counter. Well, no, it's because all... you're trying to say that because they are listening to your radio show that they would not get married. It's an on the unlikely chance that you guys get married. Although chance possible. Anyway, charge your phones or cameras and take photos yourself. It's, it's, it, honestly, it's... It's a very busy day, and you won't get a lot of time to do anything. And it's very, very easy to forget things. Because you're just so so caught up in it. I mean, it's like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, right, I need to get a suit on. And then you're like, I need to do this, and you need to do this. And then the photographers turn up and they go, hello, I'm the photographer. And you're like, hello, photographer. And he's like, let's take some photos. And you're like, okay. And then it's like, all right, we need to go to the wedding venue now. So you go to the wedding venue and you meet all of the people that are stood there waiting for you. And then the wedding photographers are like, let's take some more photos. And you're like, okay, let's take some more photos. And you're like, oh crap, I've got to get married now. So then you get married and the wedding photographers are like, let's take some more photos. Do you sense a trend here? You know, so you take some more photos. And then just when you think, right, time to settle down, let's, let's actually appreciate the fact that we got married then the officiant the officiant or whatever they were let's sign all the paperwork to say you're actually married you're like yeah okay let's do this and the wedding photographer goes let's take some more photos and you're like yes let's take some more photos and if you're getting married at 11 o'clock in the morning i can guarantee you by quarter to one in the afternoon you're fed up of let's take some more photos and you're like do we really have to we got over 300 photos from our wedding photographer and she was only there for five hours yeah, but she had taken a thousand photos. Those 300 were the best ones. Yeah, those 300 are the best ones. She'd taken over a thousand photos in five hours, right? So, I can literally keep keep boiling this down to you. So you've got married, you're taking more photos. You just think then, then you might be able to settle down and go, right, time to enjoy being married, but no! Now you've got to go outside in the blazing hot sunshine and take even more photos. And then when you've done that, then you actually think that you might be able to start walking around people and say, yeah, hi, thanks for coming. But nope, you have to take more photos. In fact, Mina left because her, 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 her wedding photographer went, let's travel. Because we got married in a hotel that had a really lovely bar next to it. The, the, the wedding room overlooked the O2 in London. It was absolutely stunning room. I loved the fact that in all of my wedding photos, the O2, the, I've got the O2 as a backdrop. It, it's kind of sad, but you know, it's, it's, I love the fact that there is a national monument in, in my wedding photos. Um, so, so basically, the one time that I actually thought, ah, oh, right, now me and Mina can settle down and actually get used to you know, being Mr. and Mrs. Story, her wedding photographer says, let's go travel on every single floor of the hotel and take some fucking random photos, right? So she's got photos sat next to ceramic deer and some, like, horses and, pigs. and some pigs some and some pigs. And it's just like... When you look back at the photos, you're just like, why? And you're like, oh, oh. Yeah, they're really... Yeah, the lighting. Oh, the lighting's lovely. Anyway, so then she comes back down after that. Everyone's asking me where Mina is because they want to throw some confetti. Because we weren't allowed to do it in the in the main marriage room because it was a carpeted floor and they'd have hated us forever. So they told us we weren't allowed to do it. But we could do it out on tiled floor because obviously it's easy to sweep. So everyone's like, wanna throw the, we want to throw the confetti. Can we throw the confetti? And I'm like, 
Well, you can throw it over me if you want. Don't know where Mina is. Haven't got the foggiest. Look at my phone. 20% battery. Right, well, I'm buggered. So, you know, and also, Mina's wearing a wedding dress. What do wedding dresses technically not have? Pockets! Well, yeah, but anyway. Hi, Bridesmaid. Yeah, Bridesmaid. Hold my phone. Yeah. Um, is that why? Is that why one of them never spoke to you again after the wedding? You just kept hounding her. <laughs> hold this! Hold this! Hold this! Get your hair sorted! Come on! He's like, do you know what? Just can't deal. Cannot deal. Um, anyway, Mina turns up. We finally decide that now's the time that we should retire to hotel room and just take five minutes just to be like, you know, deep breath. <sighs> right. Then we realised the wedding flowers that I'd bought for Mina, and honestly, honest to God, I think I spent about 85 quid on them, were not in the hotel room, which is where they were supposed to be. So I rung the florist up. So this is the one time that I'm, I'm supposed to be... I'm, I'm actually realising that, I'm remembering a lot more about this day than I, than I thought I would. Um, so the one, the, the one point in the day where we think, right, nice and calm, nice and calm, time to enjoy the day, I'm sat ringing my florist going, yeah, hi, I placed an order for some flowers. Um, where are they? Because they should be in the hotel room. Oh, well, they have been delivered at the hotel. Oh, okay. Right. So then we go down to speak to the receptionist. Yeah, hi, I had some flowers. They should have been delivered to our hotel room. Where are they? Oh. Oh, you mean they're not for the reception? No, they are not. They are not for the reception. So where are they? They're like, well, they're in the reception room. Good. Wicked. I had written out a really lovely card that I thought would make Mina cry. That was my main goal, was I want Mina to cry on the morning of our wedding. So I wrote something really lovely and really sentimental. And, and I put, uh, good morning, uh, good morning for the last time, Miss B. Um, can't wait to, can't wait to see you later. Um, and, and I'll see, and then I put somewhere, I'll see you later, Mrs. S. And then I thought, I'm not going... And then I wrote something at the end, referencing our wedding song, saying I'm not going to say what I normally say, because I've said it every other way. And it was really lovely, and really sentimental, and I put a lot of thought into it, and I wrote it, and I wanted it to be in the hotel room, and it didn't turn up. <laughs> it went somewhere completely different. So of course when it did turn up, the whole message that I'd spent days thinking of, I literally spoke days, you know, spent days thinking about the, the best way of, of this message before I wrote it down. I'd spent ages on this message, completely wasted, because the first time I saw it, did you get the flowers? No. Oh, yeah, what flowers? Literally, what flowers? It's like, oh. So anyway, sorted the flowers out. Then it's time for the for the for the wedding breakfast or the, the main the main meal, and then of course all the speeches and more photos. More photos, and then after that, first dance. And it's only after the first dance, so consider that I've probably been awake since about 8 o'clock in the morning. The first dance was at, what, 7pm? 7, 8pm? 7, Something like that. Something like that. So it's, it's been about 12 hours. Now I can relax, because my wedding photographers have buggered off. My videographer, right, he's just basically been, just been, been floating around the the uh, floating around taking some videos you know taking video footage and, and whatever and interviewing people and um it always make me laugh because dad actually it sounds like he's analyzing a football match 
you know, so how do you think the wedding went? Yes, well, I think it went really well. There were some difficult moments at the start. I didn't think he'd make it, but he pulled through. I have to say, yeah, you know, both sides really did their part, made it a good day, it's a day to remember. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good, it was good, yeah. Didn't have to get the tissues out, it's all fine, all fine. It was literally, if, you, if you've ever sort of thought of, you know, you get these other people, like Mina's bridesmaids, like, how do you think the day went? Oh, it was lovely, oh, she looked so nice in the wedding dress, and oh, he, did, he didn't scrub up well, did he? Yeah, he looked lovely. And, oh, what a nice day with all the weather. And then you've got my dog going, yes. So um, I think it was really good. Very good day. Good performance. Pretty, pretty, yeah, yeah. Really proud to be here. It was a good occasion. Both both sides played their part. And it was like, so professional. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, it's a wedding video. <laughs> It's not a job interview. <laughs> I'd have loved it if they'd interviewed Pete. So how do you think the day went? Well, where am I for a start? I have not got... I, I kind of imagine he'd be a bit like Boris Johnson. Um, a little bit. It's just that he'd be completely aloof. Just without being a massive, total bellend. Um, yes. So, moral of the story. Get married. Take your own camera, take some photos, because those those 10, 11, 12 hours where you really don't get a lot of time, just document it, because I'm going to have memories that I'll eventually forget, because I don't have photos to remind me that they happened. I mean, I always have, you know, I've got I've got photos of me in uh, football manager extraordinaire Slavin Bilic, who's just had a job, who's just been given a job at West Bromwich Albion. So you never know, maybe next time I'm in Birmingham, I might bump into him. <laughs> like, my friend! Sorry about my wedding when I was down in London. That's a bit awkward. He'd be like, who are you? I do not know who you are. That's my um, attempt at being Serbian. It did not go well. I believe he's Serbian. Best be now. Well, he is now. I've said it. Um, we should probably play some music. I've been talking for 16 minutes. What? Yeah, really. Most of that's about telling people to get married and take photos. It wasn't a disaster. I would never get married again. Well, nor would I, really. But it wasn't a disaster. I really wish, actually, the one regret I've got of our wedding is that I didn't go back and get that fucking um, table plan. We spent hours on that table plan. And I, I spent about 35 quid getting it backed on foam. They didn't even ask me if I wanted it back. The first, the first and only time I saw it was at our wedding. Because <laughs> I had it delivered to work and I opened it and I was like, yep, that's the table plant and then put it back in its box. Never actually took it out to open it. So all I have is a photo. We, our, our table plan, we based it on the London Underground. So I was actually going to create a tube map and then realised that would take far too long. So essentially what we did was we kind of hijacked the London Underground um, signs and we changed the names of all the tube stations to places where we'd lived. Now, for the sake of people wanting to stalk us, I am not going to name the places where we lived. But there was what, six? No, seven. Was it seven? I think we, I know the top table we named International Drive. Now that one I will state because if you try and find us there, you'll struggle because that's in Orlando. Um, <laughs> and we're not going to be there. But, um, but yeah, we named the top table after the, the street that our hotel was located on for our honeymoon. And then all of the other, all of the other places were street names that we'd, uh, that we'd lived on. So there was three, no, two from Grantham and four London, wasn't it? Yeah. But anyway, it was done on that. And it was all, you know, I, I found a slightly 
not quite legal version of the London Underground font because it's been created especially for TFL and it's not allowed to be used officially anywhere else apart from on underground maps. So I had to kind of find a, a very good facsimile. Facsimile? Fac- I always thought facsimile was spelled fac- uh, smile. Oh, that's how it's that's how it's spelled. So I, was, I thought that's how you pronounced it. Or facim, fassy smile, fassy smile, fassy smile. That kind of just sounds racist now. Fuck his mouth. So why? See, ever done. Um, for the for the point of note, I am sober <laughs> right now. I probably shouldn't be. Sleep deprived, maybe. Overworked, definitely. Music. What do you want? Mina, you're a co-host. Give me some musical I'm suggestions. You are a co-host. You, yeah, well, that makes you a co-host. Please don't. I can't do this on my own. I, I literally can't do this on my own. Not anymore. I used to be able to. I could speak for ages on whatever whatever I wanted to talk about, but now I... Act- last time? Yeah, about 20 minutes from the end. And did you not... Well, no, you wouldn't have heard the 20 minutes, last 20 minutes of the show. It was awful. I was like, well, Minnie's gone to sleep. Now what do I do? Yeah. What do I do now? I don't know. Should we talk about... You did alright last Sunday. Should we, should we talk about... <laughs> I was with people and I wasn't broadcasting a show. Last Sunday, I went out. We, we went out to a barbecue. And after uh, when we were coming home, Mina was like, you should go back out and you know go out with your work colleagues. It's fine, I'll, I'll be with Lexis. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to stay out that late. I'll be, I'll be home by about half nine, ten o'clock. Come strolling in the, in the door at about ten past two in the morning. It was a fun night, though. It was a fun night. I mean, shaking her head. Mina wasn't irritated that you went out. Mina wasn't irritated that I was out. No, but she was irritated that we left the front door open. Because you didn't take a key. Because I didn't take a key. I told, I told, um, I told Alicia that you, you got really angry at me for it. She went, it wasn't for about staying out late. She went, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, 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 no. She doesn't give a crap about that. It was more the fact that I left the front door unlocked. She went, oh. Oh, that's alright then. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was more, you know, she can't be blamed for that because that's not her fault. It's my fault. <laughs> I was like, no, no. Instantly held my hands up and I went, yeah, that's my fault. So I have now been told the next time I go out drinking, I have to have a key with me. Doesn't matter what time you're going out, what time you're coming back. Yeah, I have to have a key. I'm going to play some Jet Set Radio music. What do you want? That song that I like. Wow, that narrows it down. Thank you so much. Can you have Hello, Alison? Are you going to sing it? Sure, we have some... What is it called, actually? If we have Gavioki. No, I know what it's called, you div. I was going to say, if we have, like, um, Gavioki, what would be the Mina version? Would it be Minaoki? Minaoki? That doesn't work. What? No. That doesn't that doesn't work at all. That's Jesus. I I don't even know what to say to that, so I'm just going to I'm going to play the music in protest and hope to God that in the next four minutes I can find something else to put on. We'll be back after these short messages with even more random crap. There may well have been Sega news this week. I don't know. Are we going to talk about it? 
Probably not, seeing as last week I spent an hour saying we're going to talk about EA and calling loot boxes surprise mechanics. And actually, I saw a joke about that. We'll talk about <laughs> if this show didn't um, <laughs> if this show didn't uh, didn't earn its explicit tag. No, 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 not sidetrack. If this show didn't earn its explicit tag in the first half an hour, definitely going to earn it in the second because this joke is vile. See you in a bit.
welcome back to Saturday Night Sega. Um, there is no talk bed music at the minute. That's on purpose. I haven't forgot. Um, <clears throat> Mina just reminded me of something during the music break that uh, that I kind of feel like we we, we might need to touch on. Um, and I figured rather than go straight into something that uh, would completely, you know, mean that we can't come back to this topic, it's best to attack it head on. Um, before we do, though, uh, that was... And I kind of still feel a little bit odd talking about this after I've just played the Sabre Dance from um, Asterix and the Power of the Gods from the Mega Drive. I, I was just doing a random search thinking, what random crap can I put on? And I realised that the two Asterix games that we have on, on Radio Sega Playlist actually has classical music. Well, I say classical music. Classical music as butchered by a Mega Drive. Um, also, I don't think the games are that good either. But anyway, played that. And then Lookalike from Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Literally the only Sonic movie that matters right now. Um, before that, Isle 10. Jet Set Radio Future. Now, I... I don't think we've ever really sort of... This is a strange one in, in the sense that it's this is a conversation that we've had before, but not like this. And I want to talk about a friend of mine that I think... Those of you who follow me on Twitter will, will know where I'm going with this. Those of you who are in the various video gaming communities around the internet will know where I'm going with this. Um, I actually don't know how to pronounce it, but we're going to talk about Etika, or Etika, Desmond. See, I was quite honoured to, to to know him um, a long time ago, a long, long time ago. You'll have seen quite a few people say that they worked with him at um, Summer of Sonic 2010. Um, I was quite grateful to be one of those people. Um, I've told the stories before that 2010 was my first time as a staff member and it was it was awesome. And I revered a lot of the people that worked staff at that place. I, I you know, people like Kev and Sven and, and Adam and, and those that I'd had the, the honour of speaking to just 12 months prior at, at 2009. But in 2010, it was getting to know all of these other people and... It's the only one that Desmond did. He he flew over from New York, particular uh, especially. Now, this is before the whole YouTuber thing. This is before that all exploded and before he started to suffer from the same issues that I think every single YouTuber or internet personality these days seems to suffer from, which is all of the hatred and the, the vile comments. And I'm going to be honest, potentially um, being black didn't help him because you'd have also had that side of it as well the the whole you know any sort of racist undertones as well and and, and i'll be honest with you I, when he went into his youtubing thing i I'd, I'd sort of lost touch and lost lost contact it was just one of those things we were friends we just you know we liked the same things obviously it was all sonic stuff at the time he was known as Iceman in the Sonic Stadium message board. So he'd actually sort of, you know, introduced himself as, as hi, I'm Desmond, I'm, I'm, As I'm on the SM SSMB, and I'm, I'm fairly sure I probably had a couple of conversations with him. He was literally one of the nicest people I've ever met in this community. 
in the Sonic community. There's a lot of awful people around, you know, that think that Sonic the Hedgehog is theirs, belongs to them exclusively, and that they should have exclusive rights um, and decision-making privileges into what direction the the uh, the games go and the, the the media goes. And and there's a lot of people in a lot of fandoms that are like that. They they just think this is mine, and and he was one of these few people that said, no, it's not mine, it's everyone's. And he loved it. And from what I saw from afar, from his YouTube videos and everything, was this unbridled joy and passion for video games. I mean, on, on the YouTuber side of things, he sort of veered more towards Nintendo, dirty turncoat. Um, but the the passion was still there and, and, and everything. And I was absolutely beyond devastated last week when the news was starting to break that he'd uploaded a video called I'm Sorry, where he detailed a route through New York and then said at the end that he was going to commit suicide and he turned and he, and he cancelled the video and he stopped the video. I was devastated when I read about that. I was further devastated when the New York Police Department said that they'd found his belongings because for his, for the person that I knew him as back in 2010, it was quite clear and it has been quite clear for a while that unfortunately he wasn't the same person now and I think he was trying so very hard to be and I'm I was devastated on Tuesday when the news broke that they had found him. And this is a guy I only met once and I probably spoke to for about nine months afterwards. And then I haven't, sp I literally haven't spoken to him for years, but it's that they, they fucking spoke about him on BBC. BBC One on the Victoria Derbyshire show, which is this normally it's a it's a little panel show where a woman gets some more women on and they, they talk about the issues of the day and it turned up and I, I literally couldn't watch the TV. I just wanted to I just wanted to say it was like YouTuber missing and all of this and I just wanted to look at the screen the screen and scream at it. I know that I know that guy. I knew him and I was just It's so hard being in the community that we're in, because it's like, you know so many people online, like I can say right now, I know people like Viper, and I know people like Rexy, and I know people like Twinny. Rexy I've met once, she was at SO, well, she's potentially been in more Summer of Sonics, but I think the only one I saw her in was in Brighton, possibly even in Westminster, I cannot remember, but Brighton seems to ring a bell. Twinny, never met, Viper I have likely seen somewhere, maybe, who knows. And then, you know, you've got all of the other people that I've known and, and then have sort of, you know, drifted in and out. Resident SD, uh, Simon, Casey, Mark. And these are all people I know. And a lot of people, the Internet's an amazing thing because you get to know so many people without having, ever having met them. But meeting them and, and having that connection and having that friendship... And then knowing that they're gone. I mean, it was only last week I was talking about the fact why there wasn't a show the week before. And now 
very, very sadly, this week, we are talking about yet another one. He was 29. And some fucking idiots on the internet that decided that all they wanted to do was to make his life a misery for doing the things that he loved doing are to blame for the fact that he won't see 30. And they're to blame for the fact that he felt the need to ignore all of the people that wanted to offer him help, that wanted to offer him guidance, that wanted to tell him it's okay and that he'd get through it. They drove him to jump off a bridge. Now, I'm using harsh language here because I just need to really hammer this point home to anybody who's listening. You do not have the right to talk to anyone in that way. You do not have the right to talk to someone and belittle them. Jesus Christ, that's a big spider, just as an aside. Um, oh. You do not have the right to talk to anyone and belittle them in such a way that they feel the need to jump off of a fucking bridge. It's, I could keep going, I could use stronger language, I really honestly could. There are so many things that I feel for the people that took a friend away from me. And yeah, okay, I wasn't in touch with him for a long, with a, for a long time, but he was still one of my friends. I still have the memories from when we did SOS together, and I still have the memories of him just being so excited. So excited. And he loved it. He absolutely loved it. And it's just to see that, that he's just gone. There is a special place in hell for people that have done something like that. There's an even darker place in hell for the people that have been making jokes about it. Because unfortunately... The internet is the internet. And there are people that are making jokes about the fact that he felt the need to do what he did. I am beyond angry. So, very, very sadly, we, you know, we, we, we've had to say goodbye to, well, one of our own. And I just hope now that he's managed to find the peace that he couldn't find on this planet. And I hope that the people that drove him to it never find any themselves. Because they don't deserve it. I wish I had some music queued up right now because, because I just... I don't even know. Tell you what, let's mix the two things together. Oh, crap. 
Yeah, I just, um, music started playing when I didn't want it to. Um, watch me fly, yeah. Okay, here's some music. First tracks from Sonic Lost World. I think it quite accurately sums up our good friend Iceman. Um, because it mixes Nintendo and Sonic in one fell swoop. Um, fucking hell. Sorry guys, that, uh, that, that EA joke might have to wake another week because there's, there's no, there's no way, there's no way this, uh, this show warrants it now after this. We'll be back in a few.
Right, talk about music's back. Let's, uh, I don't know. Let's carry on. Keep calm, carry on. So this EA joke, no, I'm, I'm messing. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It actually is, as, as I said, you know, as I said a couple of talk beds back, when, when, when I'm on about it being vile, it's, it's vile. I'll tell Mina in the next uh, music break and then she can make a decision. Um, we might do it towards the end. That was Watch Me Fly by Crush40 and before that two Legend of Zelda songs as they appeared in Sonic Lost World. Thus mixing the two realms together. What? I'm sorry. In my head, I completed that sentence as mixing of the races. Mm. Sonic and Zelda? I'm fairly sure there's been Rule 34 of that somewhere. Yeah. Don't look it up. <laughs> it's the internet. It's bound to have happened because they're all bastards. Um, yeah. I don't know where we. Where do we go from here? Why have I not got Guns N' Roses stuck in my head? Where do we go now? I said, where do we go from here? No, switch out of mine. Where do we go? Where do we go now? Where do we go now? Where do we go now? Um. <laughs> This is where we go, we just start singing random songs. <laughs> where do we go now? Um... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, as, just as Mina starts singing, the TV has started to explode with some fireworks. That's how long it's been. probably watched those last 15 minutes of that episode. Yeah. Or you could just turn the TV off. Or you could not. Um, Sega news. Do you reckon there's been any Sega news this week? I found out this past week that I think Sega Europe have stopped following me, which is weird because I've not actually done anything to upset them. I might have mentioned this last week. Who? Sega Europe. Oh, oh. Um, there's a current deal of the week going on on the Sega shop. If you want some Yakuza family pin, uh, family crest pin badges with a bottle opener, normally 30 quid, now only a tenner. They look pretty cool as well. But last time they dropped 20 quid off something and I bought it, it was a sonic candle. And I don't, I don't know if I can afford another. It's, it's, it's the cost of delivery. It's really expensive. Um, I've got an email. What's the email about? Oh, right. My phone decided to just tell me that I'd sent myself a song on, um, on, on Bandcamp. It's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Bring Me The Horizon have done some singles on Spotify. Any co interesting covers? Don't know. Um, well, they've released two more games on the uh, Sega Ages range on the Nintendo Switch. You can now play Wonder Boy Monsterland. Wonder Boy Monsterland is what they've called it on here, which is interesting because it should be Mon Wonder Boy in Monsterland, but there we go. Um, and also Virtua Racing. Virtua Racing, you can play eight player multiplayer on one Nintendo Switch which gives you a ridiculously small um, ridiculously small playing area if you're trying to play like in handheld mode 
Um, anyway, they're both out on Nintendo Switch. You can spend money on those if you want. How much are they going for, I wonder? Five ninety-nine. <laughs> That's expensive. Five ninety-nine for Alex Kid in Miracle World as well. I mean, come on. That's expensive. That is that is a bit much. Um. Is there anything else? Oh, they announced a game called Soul Seraph, which is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Steam on July the 10th. Become an almighty divinity. An almighty divinity. Alright, I suppose. Tasked with rebuilding civilization while protecting the people from the threat of demons and monsters. Hmm. Um... Judgment finally got officially released. I'd like to play that. I'll never get around to it. But. Um, also, there's a new game coming out in the Fist of the North Star called Fist of the North Star Legends Revive. Yeah. What? Here's his big paddle. Uh. Of course. Night. Um, yes, yeah, so that's an action RPG that is coming out on iOS and Android later on in the year. If you're into that thing, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, stop it. I, you know, Mina's watching Lucifer, right? As she may have mentioned. And I, I really don't get the fact that, that Lucifer is... Why does he sound so camp? Is it because of the whole British thing? Oh, yes. My name's Lucifer. I'm the devil, you know. There's probably a joke in there somewhere. I have no idea. This is still a bit weird. Same thing in Elemental, actually. Elemental? Elementary. Sherlock Holmes there is kind of a bit, a bit camp. Hello, I'm Sherlock Holmes. I'm here to solve your mystery. Because I'm, I'm British, you see, so I have to be a little bit, I have to be, have to be a little bit camp, a little bit camp. Uh, um, so yeah, Sega news. Football Manager 2019 is on Xbox Game Pass. I'm kind of. Well, it's, it isn't downloading yet. I need to finish the downloading. Also, who is that? Oh, that is Alexis. Bloody hell. As I say, there is a random picture of a child on my laptop, and yet there's Alexis, but it's a photo I don't recognise. How bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre? Ooh, baby! Oh, we're doing it again! Random songs. What's the picture? Well, I can't find it. Oh. I can't find it now. It popped up, it, no, it popped up as a little square. And then it, it flipped around, and I, I don't know. I'll have to go hunting for it. Oh, why have you... You've now got how bizarre stuck in my head. <sighs> um, I want to play some more music. I want to play... I wanted to play some Streets of Rage music, but I can never play anything different to the songs that always get played, like Go Straight and Fighting in the Street and Moon Beach and stuff. Do 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 do. Uh. 
Me and I like Streets of Rage. She likes playing. She likes playing Streets of Rage with me, and we both fail abysmally. Um, actually, there was an asterisk level which was um, William Tell, which kind of amuses me. It's only about a minute long. We'll play that, and we'll play. Oh, I was going to play some Catherine music. Can I haven't added it in? Well, no time like the present. Play this builder. We're doing this thing now, which is what I said I would never do, which is trying to add music in whilst broadcasting a show. Music. Various, 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 most various. You know when I was saying about the, the fact that this show just sort of bottoms out at some point? Welcome to the bottoming out period. And we've still got... Um... 40 minutes to go. Oh, really? Good. Yeah, yeah, really. Oh, good. So that you can, you can join in afterwards, yeah? Catherine. Oh, God. Uh... There is a, there is a, there is a track um, in... Uh, in Catherine called Yo. Just Yo, Y-O, just Yo. Good morning, new day. It's a golden show. Hmm. Also, that hasn't really helped me. Um. Why has that not helped me? It's uploaded all of the music. Why is it not found... Hi, how are all your evenings? Please tell me. Not that I'll ever read any of it. <laughs> What's the album called? Sound, disc and art book. Oh, okay. Ah, I see. That's why. There they are. Let's play that one. And I won't find it under Catherine because it's not called Catherine. And we'll have... So we've got Asterix, we've got Catherine. Let's have some... Give me a letter of the alphabet. X. X. How does that help? You're literally the worst person. How am I? How am I even going to find a game called X? Oh, there is a game. Xenon Odyssey. Oh no! Actually, no. That's a. Uh... Oh, here you go. You like Aquarium Park? We'll play that. Right. 
here's some music. It's all going to be a bit random. Blame Mina. I don't know.
I was actually, that was um, under pressure with uh, Hydrocity, 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 who knows, and Aquarium Park. I was, I was kind of expecting, Hydrocity, um, I, was, I was kind of uh, expecting that to have uh, Aquarium Park from Sonic Colors in it, which is the bit that Mina likes from Trash FM, and I don't, didn't recognise it at all in that song. Um, before that, Beethoven Symphony number no. 5 in C minor, Fate Third Movement. Um, I only saw the M, so I was like, is that minor, major, don't want to say it wrong, I'll get killed. Uh, that was from Catherine. And then before that, we had William Tell and from Asterix and the Power of the Gods. Um, Mina's finished watching Lucifer now, which means that she can join in with us talking absolute crazy cobblers for the next half an hour. If, if this talk bed's anything like the uh, the first one that we did, um, then there won't actually be too much time to, to play more music. But it probably won't be. <laughs> Hello! Hi. Uh, what have you got to tell me? I don't know. Have you got any interesting video gaming news to share from your life over the past week? I don't watch any Watching's a bit of a subjective term. I've been playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, it's it's amused. It's it's a really good game actually. It's not as good as the other two Tomb Raider games that make up Crystal Dynamics's trilogy, even though Crystal Dynamics didn't make the third one. Um, the one thing I'm really disappointed about is in Shadow of the Tomb Raider you can make her do swan dives, but unlike the old Tomb Raider games, you can't make her swan dive off of just anything. It has to be specific places. Um, one of the, I, I'm, I'm such a masochist, um, one of the things I really adored doing was like climbing up to the top of a cliff and then turning around and swan diving off it, so that just for the pure reason that Lara would break her neck at the bottom. It was just the idea that she would, <laughs> video games are these odd things where like the strangest things amuse me no end. Like if you were to do a swan dive off the top of a cliff, Lara would scream because she'd know she'd die, and yet if you take the controller out of the equation, it's like she chose to do it and halfway down realised it probably wasn't a great idea. <laughs> and then it's too late. Um, other things included in the original Tomb Raider game, um, when you actually meet the alien Lara Croft double, is that you, obviously when it used to mimic your movements, was that trying to shoot it meant that it shot you, meaning that you would die. Um... I think they actually, when they remade that for Tomb Raider Anniversary, I think they turned that into a boss battle rather than it actually being a rather ingenious little puzzle. Because you were like, oh my god, it's me, and it's copying what I do. And then you had to try and figure out that actually you needed it to drop into a fire pit. But to do that, you had to kind of manoeuvre Lara into the same place on the other side of the room. And it, it also, it almost became kind of like a, a Rubik's Cube type puzzle. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. And now I have a real hankering to play Tomb Raider again. I should probably uninstall it and reinstall it on my Steam machine so that it actually works. And then now that I've got a Steam controller, I can sit and play all of the Tomb Raiders. I bought a Steam controller about four months ago, and I think I went to use it once. Yes, well. Are, these, are you talking about good use of money? How many dresses have you bought that still have tags on them? I'm waiting for the tags and how long have you owned them? They're not just new... new. Per oh, that reminds me, there is a dress of yours in my bag still. You know, getting nice and creased. You should probably try it on. See if it fits. I'm not taking it back again. 
the lady was just like, oh yeah, I've got this stripy dress for you. And there was another person in the store and she went, but it's not actually for you. And I turned around and I was like, my wife is a little bit shorter than I am. I think I'd struggle to fit into it. And she went, you know, she didn't even, no word of a lie, she didn't find it funny. Like neither her nor the other customer in the store because she sat there and she was like, well, you'd be surprised. We do get guys coming in wanting addresses adjusted for them. And I'm like, I bet you do. But I was making a joke about the fact that I'm about five foot nine and my wife is about five foot three plus change. I'm like, a, a dre- <laughs> how tall are you? Yeah, you go about five foot three. Well, then, what are you, you looking at me like that for? Well, plus change, it was like five foot three, give or take. Plus change. I was taking a guess, I didn't want to undersell you. I mean, it's about five foot three, she comes to my waist. Perfect height. But, <laughs> you know, rest your, rest your arm on my, um, rest my head on your yeah. arm. No, I'm not thinking to lean on you. Like, to lean on. Lean on me. Anyway, so I picked Mina's. I mean, I picked Mina's dress up because the 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 literally the only seamstress that we have in our town opens weird times. None of them weekends. So if you're if you're working Monday to Friday and you need some clothes fixing, you best learn to do it yourself or have some stupid idiot, aka me to take it in and pick it up for you and that way if you need any alterations it will never get done <laughs> because <laughs> obviously it's no good altering it for me next week's show um is uh, uh, well potentially going to be pre-recorded again I don't know I am supposed to be out so and then the week after that might be live. 13th of July, reckon that'll be a live one. If, so many. If Tyler goes out in town, it's not going to be the. Um... Oh, yeah, it's a barbecue, isn't it? So there may well not be a live show until like mid August now. <laughs> Hoi. Dearie me. Well, that's fine. That just means audience interaction is going to go through the floor. Um, but it also means I get to play random music like Asterix and uh, Cyborg Justice, which is, a, which is a game I've just remembered exists, and I'm going to put some music on from Cyborg Jeff. Oh, wait, no, hang on. I know what that is. That's a remix. Um, right. Tell me which one of these sounds the most ridiculous and we'll put it on. Big Booster, Boss Theme, Frog, Insect, Lobster, or Quasimodo? Are you asking me Well, I'm not asking anyone else, am I? I was looking at a dog. Uh, that looked like a dress. Well, it looks like a dog. It still looks like a dress. That's really weird. Like his ears. It looks like he's got straps on, on the top. It's like it's a dress that's sort of... Yeah, you're laughing now because you can see it. You should repost it going, is it a dog or a dress? You know, like they're sort of, what colour's this? You're like, oh Jesus Christ. You're like, is this a dog or a dress? Hold your phone about five feet away and then ask. Um, yeah, so Cyborg Justice, the entire soundtrack I could probably play in about 15 minutes. I'm not going to. But um, the, the, the track names for said game. <sighs> 
That is not one of them. Um, big booster. I have you know, I wonder if I type yawn in if it'll find something. I'll have a look in a minute. Um, big booster, boss theme, frog, insect, lobster, or Quasimodo. Boss themes are always good. Boss themes are always good. Right then, we'll try boss theme. One minute fifty-eight. Bing. There we go. Right now, if I type in yawn. No, there's nothing for yawn. Oh. No, no. Crazy Taxi. Oh no! I forgot I got rid of the. the oh. Is there not another Jet Set Radio like? I have no idea. Concept of Love. But do you like the Jet Set Radio version? Actually, the Jet Set Radio version is a remix, isn't it? Oh, is it? I also... I, I type in Jet Set Radio as a concept and it gives me nothing. Why? That's really bizarre. Oh, no. The, no, Jet Set Radio Future. That's the normal version. Oh, I want the remix. Remix is really good. We'll play that. Ollie King! Yes, all you can. Concept of love, concept of passion mix. That's good, that's good. <sighs> yeah, but we can't play um, Techno Prophetic as well, can we? Uh oh, uh oh. Uh oh. Should we play some. Actually, I'll tell you what we haven't played in a while. We haven't played any Scud Race. Scud. Scud. <laughs> play some Grooving Daylight. Yeah. You know what Grooving Daylight is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that for? Oh, yeah. It's like a blast from the past. Yeah. yeah. This is playing this music in ages. Scud. Scud then. Scud then. Is that what we're doing? Scud then. Put some music on. Right, so you, you, chose, you chose Cyborg Justice Boss theme. So I want you to critique it. It's only two minutes long, so I'm fairly sure your attention span lasts about half that. So, I want you to listen in, listen in intently, and when we come back, you can critique the music, what you just heard. But only Cyborg Justice, I don't need you to critique Ollie King and, and Scud Race, because we know you like these already. Yeah. yeah. Well, seeing as Viper's saying this has turned into a bit of a, um, a bit of a catchphrase now, time for some music!
strange. I kind of expected that to just fade out a little bit. That was Grooving Daylight from Scud Race, or also known as um, Sega Super GT. Um, before that, Concept of Love, Concept of Passion Mix from Jet Set Radio Future. And, oh, well, Ollie King, sorry. The originals from Jet Set Radio Future. And then before that, we had the boss theme from Cyborg Justice. Critique time! Oh, boy. Yeah, I know it was boring because you actually put something else on over the top. What were you listening to while, you, while it was on? No, I was still listening to that. Yeah, but what did you have on? I was watching a dog. <laughs> watching a dog. I was watching a dog. There you go. No, the music was boring and really repetitive, which I understand. Games like that are. Games like that. Do you even know what Cyborg Justice is? It's like a. Oh, it really is old. It just, it just sounded like a like a like a. Maybe, like a mm. But um, no, it was just. In fact, they eight bars repeated over and over and over again. But they weren't the most interesting eight bars. No. Not bland. It was very bland. Um, I was just reading a bit about the news today that, um, well, I say today, it would have been yesterday by the time you're listening to this, that uh, Lego have bought Merlin, the, uh, the the Merlin group who own um, such UK attractions as Alton Towers and all of the Legoland parks and Madame Tussauds and also like things like um, the London Dungeons. Uh, they also apparently have just opened a uh, dungeon in um, San Francisco, which I, I didn't realise. But yeah, Lego have bought them for £4.8 billion, which is nice. So uh, I would imagine you're going to see a fair few more Legos around the place, although I don't think they'll be rebranding the company. I don't think all of a sudden you'll be like, welcome to Lego Alton Towers. Although, actually, you never know, maybe Lego might make Lego sets based on theme parks. Could you imagine an actual Lego Alton Towers? Or an actual Lego Legoland? Lego Lego Land? Yeah, Lego <laughs> oh, We are nearing the end of this show. Mina goes, hooray, in her head. We've got nine minutes to go. And then I've somehow got to upload it onto, on, I was going to say Bandcamp. I'm not putting it on Bandcamp. I need to, need to send it so it actually gets played. Um... So yeah, it's Mina's birthday. Do you know, it's Mina's birthday on Sunday and we haven't once sung happy birthday to her. <sighs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I used to have a sound clip for that. I wish I knew how to just line up sound clips. There, there is, Radio DJ does have its own little auxiliary players. Maybe I just need to just put all of my little clips in there. You know, like, happy birthday and um, isn't she lovely? And uh, the Link YouTube uh, clip from the um, the CDI games. Um, you know, Gee, it sure is boring around here. Just clip. <laughs> oh, and there's, like, silence. Um, what can we do that for? I'm incredibly tired. You're incredibly tired. Mm. That's like Marvel's worst superhero. As you know, Marvel's worst superhero is Howard the Duck. To be fair. Not quite sure how Howard the Duck has endured for so many years when he's literally just weird. I'd love to own... I've been trying to collect all of the superhero films that I'm missing. I say trying, I'm not trying that hard, to be fair. But, because uh, I, I don't own Catwoman. Which is really a surprise, because I'm, I'm so 
I am so curious as to how legitimately bad that film is. I'm really surprised that I don't own it. But then would I buy it on DVD or would I buy it on Blu-ray? Hmm. Let's do a quick Amazon search. Do you know, I'd laugh if it came up here. Like, Catwoman on 4K for, like, a fiver. Like, do you know what? Yes. Why not? Uh, more purchase options. Oh, that's not what I want. 565 on DVD or £6.16 on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Exciting alternate ending on the Blu-ray version, apparently. <laughs> also, the Blu-ray version is... You're right there, just choking in the background. You're fine. You've got, you should probably have a drink. It looks like the Blu-ray version is American. It doesn't look like it came out over here, but also I can't see if it's Region 3 or not. Or it, it could just be sold from Amazon US. Oh, I see. Mm. Barry unsheaths action with attitude. I'm sure she does. She fights crime in a bra. Well, I'm glad I looked into that. <laughs> Everyone in the Discord right now would probably be like, don't watch it! Don't watch it! It's rubbish! It's rubbish! And I'm like, yeah, I've watched some bad films. Nothing tops, um... Oh god, what's the... What's the third... Um, you know, I know what you did last summer. What's the, what's the third one called? Is it like, I'll always know what you did last summer or something like that? It's awful! Oh my god, it's terrible. I've been reviewing, um, I've been reviewing films on Letterboxd, which is like a social media, um, uh, network profile thing for film reviews. I've been reviewing films on there for, for just a, we were getting shy for two years now. And, um, and yeah, that's probably, this the only film that I've, re that I've reviewed on there where I literally couldn't give it a rating out of five because it's that terrible. I was like, I haven't given this a rating because its actual rating is zero. Oh, it's awful. It's so bad. Um, You've got a triple bill of shows tomorrow. So now watches at least two of them get cancelled. Um, so you've got Sweaty Sundays. Still a thing. Uh, with Dr. Scott Nick and his pals. Uh, you've got Rexy with Sega Mixer Drive. And you've also got Hidden Palace Zone, which is normally on before Saturday Night Sega. Um, but uh, but the, uh, they've been stolen away to a concert. How do you get smog stolen to a concert? Someone is nice and I see. I wonder what concert it is. Hmm. Hope it's a good one. I'm going to a Disney all day, uh, all morning brunch tomorrow, and I'm kind of expecting it to be very cabaret. I'm expecting like, um, you know, like people to come out, to come out rocking, um, I was going to say top hats, uh, bowler hats and shirts and with the suspenders and they're there like, like this. And then they sing like, I, I don't know what Disney song would, would suit, you know, but then I could show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid, like this. And you know, just really butcher the entire 
and they get a gospel choir to come out and go, Who is in Kenya? <laughs> no? Literally no. No, no, nothing. No. Nah, it's in Kenya. You got your keys in your butt. That's a bit weird. Hope, hope they're not hurting. Well, I've been practicing the Lion King. Are you actually trying to get them to sing the African from Circle of Life? We we were because we were doing the Indian Yama thing. Right. I see. But they're crap. <laughs> I really want to play Circle of Life now, but the problem is, is the version of Circle of Life I have on Radio DJ is not the Lion King version. What it is, it's a remix, but it's like horribly like jungle. Which, I don't know, if most people. Jungle is if you're not um, if you're not familiar with the the, the musical genre um, I would imagine most American people probably aren't because I think jungle was a more British thing it it's kind of like UK um, garage but very bass heavy I'll tell you what we'll play it we'll, we'll play it for this evening's show um, just to just to finish you all off um, yeah, it's 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 a trip. It really is. Um, so, if you happen to have a really meaty, bassy uh, speaker set system or whatever, you you may want to consider turning it up for this one because it might amuse. And also, it's a nice little hint to the fact that hey, in three weeks' time. And seeing as at the present moment in time it is 20 to 20 to 1 in the morning on Saturday, the 29th of June. So that means that technically, three weeks today, we will be on our way to get onto a plane to go to Disney. Get excited. Woo! Right, well, I'll see you next week. Um, keep an eye on Saturday Night Sega Twitter account, SNS underscore RS. Please follow me. I need friends. Um, keep an eye on that during the week. I'll be able to confirm whether or not it's a, a, a pre-recorded show or not. I, odds are it's going to be. I, I can't imagine for one minute um, I'm going to be back in time for 10 o'clock. But who knows? Yeah, but seeing as we're going out twice in, two, in three days, I can't. And I don't know. There may just be that everyone just goes, do you know what? I stayed out late on Thursday. I don't want to stay out late today. And then they all go home. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to stay out on my own because that's a bit silly. So, but yeah, we'll go with the idea. It's a pre-recorded show. If things change, I'll let you know. Um, and we just carry on with that <laughs> until it's like, it's a live one. So my name's Ben Gavi. Mina's also been here. Hello, bye-bye. Hello, bye-bye. And, yeah, this is Circle of Life from The Lion King, uh, remixed by a guy called Matt Zoe. And I, I, I think it sounds a little bit like Jungle, but if Rexy's listening in, I'm sure she'll be able to tell me what genre it is. No idea. But, um, either way, we've been on air for two hours now, so this is going to take us on an overrun. But the joy of having no one following me is it doesn't matter.
Now what happens? I will never give up the fight. Mina! Doesn't know the words. Why did I expect that? Why did I expect you to know the words to it doesn't matter from Sonic Adventure? Yeah, but that's what I just sang. Long as the voice inside tells me to run and fight. It doesn't matter who is wrong and who... Good night.